0: even podcasts, whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Even when
2: you expect it, you're never quite prepared for it. Tale had been told for days, weeks, months even, that Bill Belichick's time as the HC of the NEP was coming to an end. And while many people rejected it and some embraced it, When the news finally drops, it still hits like a ton of bricks or one of the great defensive players that he coached for a quarter century in New England, wherein he went to nine Super Bowls and brought home six Lombardis, a franchise, a fan base, a region, a league changed for the better in so many ways thanks to the brilliance and the coaching greatness and the miserable persona and everything that was Bill Belichick in New England, which comes to an end. Finally, as reported by Mike Reese and Adam Schefter on ESPN, Thursday morning, January 11th, 2024. As the famous meme said, let's party for so long today, party's over. It's your old pals, Nick Fitzy, Stevens, and Andy Jumbo Hart coming to you on an emergency Six Rings in Football Things podcast to react immediately to Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots parting ways after 24 incredible seasons. Well, I mean maybe 21 22 depending on how you look at like the first season last year the year before that
3: this one was incredibly bad so I would incredible time. <laughs> I would say I would say incredible as
2: well yes uh thank you guys for tuning in we decided to jump right on the Facebook and socials live so we could get some of your reactions as well as ours first um Andy I'm not sure exactly if you were up before the sun if you were prepared for it today I was on Rich Keefe's show last night we were saying the news would probably be. Dropped early next week after Super Wild Card Weekend, though they didn't want it to linger over uh, the NFL's basically marquee non-Super Bowl weekend of football action, excitement and more. Um, It just sort of seemed like the time would take a little bit longer. We'd heard rumors of uh, teams interested, negotiations ongoing, but it drops on a Thursday morning. I I was awoken to my phone just going absolutely bananas. Uh, It was everyone either sharing a thought, looking for a reaction or more. Uh, where were you and what happened when you first heard the
3: news that Belichick was down in New England? I was in bed and I was clicking on the notifications on my phone this morning. And and I'll be honest, this is about two days later than I would was led to believe that this was going to happen. Um, I kind of expected Tuesday to be the day when we would be having this Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick press conference at Gillette Stadium. Instead, it's Thursday at noon. Um, but this was the worst kept secret in sports of late. Um, I think whether you wanted to believe it or not you knew about it and you you kind of thought it was true um i also have to be the bearer of bad news to a lot of people in the little um scroll of comments on the right side of my screen right now yeah um if you want mike vrabel i think you're going to be disappointed wow we're not Wow. the
2: the body's not even cold and we're already discussing OK,
3: somebody said that to me on Twitter and I said, listen, the time of death was weeks ago, if not months ago. So the body is cold. Even though we are putting the body on display and holding it in state today, the body's mm-hmm. already cold. Um, but I I think it's going to be Gerard Mayo. I think it's been Gerard Mayo all along. Um, the only thing that changed was the one year sped up timeline It was supposed to be a two year transition. Mm-hmm. It ends up being a one year transition. I feel bad for Ger- Gerard Mayo already because no one wants him um i think there's probably going to be struggles early next year and i think he's going to face fire and criticisms and he's got a re- obviously he's got huge shoes to fill if it's I, Gerard Mayo you could
2: you could say that and then some
3: the fact i, I think he would have had a better um, better environment to begin his head coaching career in if Vrabel had not been fired in Tennessee the addition of Vrabel to the narrative uh, i think hinders um Gerard Mayo but first we need to talk about Bill Belichick um, who still wants to coach? Who, by the way, forget Bill Belichick for half a second mm-hmm. in less than 24 hours. Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, and Bill Belichick are no longer I, coaching their Every team.
2: great, like the three, what? three of the pillars, three legacy, three legacy coaches. The oldest coach in the NFL, the second oldest and longest tenured coach in the NFL, actually, Tomlin's second longest, but Carroll was there 14, Belichick 24, and then Nick Saban with his seven national championships, Belichick with six Lombardis, Pete Carroll, the two Super Bowls. Just like the the very foundation of everything football that we follow as fans, as New Englanders, as mass Holes, as Pats people. Like,
3: this is half our lives. Like, you and I are in the line. Our... Who predicted it? All three? You didn't predict all three. I didn't specifically predict all three, but what did I keep telling you? No one in the NFL coaches past 72. Mm-hmm. They're all so at 70, whatever
0: that
2: 72. 72 is the magic Logan's run. The, the, the timer it's goes me. off in your hand, and that's it?
3: And it's not a modern thing like, you know, the modern all these coaches are young, all these 30 something offensive minds. No, no, no. In the history of football, George Papa Bear Hallis was done at 72. Like all these guys were done by 72. And now you have Carroll is 72, although Mm -hmm. I think he's going to hit 73 because he certainly seems like he wants to coach Belichick's going to hit 72 because he is going to coach somewhere. Saban is the wild card in this. Maybe he'll go be Belichick's DC where he doesn't have to deal with NILs and all the crap that has taken over college football. Um, my favorite thing, and I would. That would
2: be amazing. Can I just say real quick, Andy? Like if, can I just venture forth right now? Uh, once again, it's at Jumbo Heart and at Fitzy GFY. No, it just came up on the wrong side of the screen. Jesus. Um, And thank you guys. We have 400 people watching live right now as we record this as well for the Six Rings and Football Things podcast feed. Thank you guys for jumping in we immediately wanted to react and engage with you guys because this has literally been half of our more than half of our careers, half of our lives watching Bill Belichick coach the New England Patriots. You remember where you were for every great moment, every great press conference, every bitter defeat, every triumphant Super Bowl, the hiring the entire career by the way. Now the firing yeah it pretty much is
3: your entire career no, no, which is just no, 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 not pretty much. I arrived as a college intern in 2000 with Bill Belichick, Holy started working full time with the Patriots in 2001, like Damn. This is my career. My yeah. I, this Today is the first or tomorrow is the first day that mm-hmm. I will be working in the sports media where Bill Belichick was not the H.C. of the N.E.P. That's that's the reality of it. Yeah, it's just it's mine.
2: Again, that's why I say like no matter how how much you expected it, no matter how prepared you you
3: thought you were for it. Rusty it- Gaspard. <laughs> Big fan uh, of his. He's a so, so so it's official. Like he's holding out hope that this is nothing is over. Nothing. Yeah,
2: let's just. uh yes. Cesar Augustus, Sorry, it is the end of an era. Rusty Gaspard. So it's official, yes. Today, in case you guys didn't hear, uh, in addition to what they had to say, thank you, Jorge. Uh, there will be a presser at noon. That's why Andy and I wanted to jump on the pod machine, chat you guys up a little bit, react. He's going down to Gillette. Uh, he'll be there for the press conference, and then right afterward. Uh, he and Mike Cadillac will go live. They'll do a podcast reacting to the presser as well, because uh, if anything, in Korea, and, and what Andy did for the Patriots, what I did goofing around on YouTube beforehand, and what we've come together to do here on the podcast with WEI and more, uh, we want to always provide a place for you guys to be entertained, informed, engaged, enraged, and so much more. Um, there's zero chance. Any of our favorite apps, including FanDuel, the sponsor of the Six Rings pod and more, would have ever put odds on Carol, Belichick, and Saban, all departing their franchises in the same. I mean, like somebody, if someone has a slip, if somebody puts a slip on Twitter, on Twix, as I like to call it now, and it shows like they bet on all three things, then please enjoy your Derek Jeter sized mansion, infinity pool, robot Mm -hmm. servants and more. And to your Alabama Alabama thing as well, I would just like to say if there was we don't get to hand pick where Belichick goes next. We have no say in anything, period, let alone that. I got to tell you if there was any one place and we all knew how effing bizarre it was to see Brady in a Tampa uniform, Andy, it'll always be weird to see Belichick in another team's colors on the sideline, but I got to say Belichick at Alabama would be effing awesome. It's not going to happen, but that would be amazing.
3: That would be my number two. And I'm actually in the process of doing a little fun quote unquote. And I put it in quotes because I don't think it'll be fun for Patriots fans where Belichick ends up. I actually think if you're a Patriots fan, you want him to end up in like Atlanta. They're kind of meaningless. They're kind of, they need a quarterback. They're, they're, they feel like the safest place for him to land in terms of the pain of Patriots fans. But if we were doing fun quote unquote places for him Mm -hmm. to land, the first place I would look is the nyj the team he just played on the football field the
2: and i'll just say gtfo there is no chance no
3: what were the chances of saban and carol and belichick going out within 24 hours of each other hold on so you're saying there's a chance
2: wait you literally think that there's a chance that woody johnson would get on the phone right now and just be like okay i understand we weren't exactly the best of friends i know you had to cut and run a while back uh, and, you know, BB and the NYJ will probably go down in history as mortal enemies. However, I think I've got the best roster that will help you win right now. He Come does. back and make a wrong, a right, and lead us to the promised land. Can, uh, uh, we, and,
3: and, oh, and by the way, we have a defense. We've got we offensive defense, talent. You have young offensive playmakers. You have a quarterback who wears number 12, who's a Hall of Famer, who you've been gushing uh. over. And you guys can screw with the media together for two years in the Big Apple. It's located easily a nice little short plane flight from Nantucket. Like Mm -hmm. there is no, you will give
2: you constant use of the company plane to go from Nantucket to Long Island.
3: Hell, there's even
2: a ferry that does that for God's sake.
3: Is there a, okay. So I've already talked you into it. Now, all the, all the people (laughs) in the chat that are saying, no, I can talk into it. I'm telling you it's the best end to this Uh, story that Patriots fans would hate.
2: uh, Oh Okay. All right. As a page, I, I always try to say, Andy, and you know this, and I know sometimes it works to our benefit more often than not. It infuriates you <laughs> trying stop. to think is Daniel trying Daniel, to stop. that <laughs> just, oh, there's so many. Daniel, up. Daniel, DeGrange. fudge. No, stop, please. God. No, like a, a million different Michael Scott. Like, you know, that meme, God, no, please. No, God. Why? No. Um, Obviously thinking as a fan first, I have to say F no, please. Dear God, Michael Scott meme. Hell no, I would. I can think of a million different things that I can't say on this podcast or the public airwaves that I would rather see happen, including watching my own colonoscopy before I ever see Belichick in jet screen on the sideline. That said, <laughs> as fans of theater, as people that like awesome. a good storyline, oh, can you imagine, oh, 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 God. Anyone, breakfast beers, anyone, go ahead. I'm giving everyone full permission. Call in sick, tell the boss you're gonna be in at noon today. Tell him that you had to do a WFH uh, pour yourself a stiff one, grab an ice cold one or whatever it is you need to do to get through the day, because this is weird Talk, Andy, we've been saying for years that it feels like we live in the upside down because Brady left and Belichick tried to rebuild the Patriots without Brady, the most significant contributor to the double dynastic run of the new England Patriots, which will never be replicated, duplicated, or even imitated. And then he tries, they almost get good again, but then they don't. And then The team falls apart and the fan base picks all these different civil wars and there's all these internal fights and battles. And can we just say right now, real quick, relief does have to be sort of part of the equation today, which is like there has to be a, all right, I don't know how I feel about all of this. I don't know who I want as my coach next. You've got a nice little poll up on Twix right now that has thousands of responses. You believe I think it's going to be Mayo over Vrabel as the next head coach of the Patriots?
3: Just like I told you, I would be stunned if Belichick came back next year. I will be stunned if Mayo is not the next head coach of the NEP. Yeah. Um, all right. Good to see. Um, Elliot Wolf for uh, Charlie, uh-huh. who's going to be a GM now. Elliot Wolf is the name I just keep hearing that I can't get away from for the GM role for the Patriots. So Gerard Mayo no, for Ger- the freaking Alabama program. I don't know. Man. All right, Elliot. Really, Elliot Wolf? I'm not reporting anything. I'm just saying it's nope, a name okay. that I can't like get away from. I keep hearing it. I've heard other people saying other names and different things, but Elliot Wolf is a name I can't really get away from. I just wanted to say the that- Wolf Mayo era in
2: <laughs> New England. <laughs> uh I know mayo two wolf. Years like, of fun like,
3: before we change
2: again. <laughs> sounds like some extreme con exactly. Enjoy that for all two or three years. That sounds like a, a nine dollar condiment at uh some fancy pub or Whole Foods. Like yes, I just want to say, like, there condiment. is a <laughs> Jesus. Uh, It does sound like there just is a little bit of relief, like just for a moment, like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen next to the team. There's no chance they'll ever be as great anytime soon as they were at the peak of the Brady Belichick partnership, the greatest partnership in all sports. But it how how much of this there's a there's a obviously a degree of excitement because like there's going to be a new coach. It's a new era, literally in the NFL, the AFC East and New England. Is it exciting? Um, well, I no, but there you know, is it excitement, feels like, but the it excitement feels like is we tempered mil- by fear.
3: No, it feels like we were millionaires and somehow lost it all. And everybody's like, well, the excitement is you get to go make a million dollars again and build yourself back up financially. Is that excitement? Because I liked Mars- it better when I was eating caviar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, yeah, you know, hey guys, yeah, you know what? Bologna
2: sandwiches and canned beer on a rowboat. Get ready for it. I liked, I liked caviar and champagne on the yacht myself. Yeah. It, no. And it's like, don't you ever get tired of, uh. Yeah. Oh man. All that sex I used to have, or all the, all that money I used to have. Right. Did you ever get tired of it? No. no, no. Being awesome. Being dominant, being relevant, being the champion. It never ever got old. Uh, Scott Marzakis rumors are Belichick will coach in the PLL, the premier lacrosse league. Can oh, you imagine awesome. if they were to tweet out today? Like, Hey Bill, before any decisions are made, not saying just saying, that's what I'm saying. Like a bizarre left turn for Belichick would
3: be amazing. Well, somebody um, on the island, as they say, tweeted out that I guess Nantucket High School does not have a football coach currently, so that job is available. He could just coach Nantucket High. I don't know if it's true. I saw it on Twitter. Now, we don't know. There is
2: nothing substantiated. We've heard that the commanders are going to pursue him. Josh Harris, good friends with Jonathan Kraft. They're uh, B-School buddies. You've got, uh, obviously... I don't think David Tepper and all the money he could offer Belichick will be worth it. We'll see who would be throwing a drink in whose face. But then again, you never know. And we have heard time and again, the Falcons are going to make a massive push for Bill Belichick. Yes, everybody.
3: Martin tells me that the Whalers, the Nantucket high football team, does in fact need a head football coach. That would be that's my second favorite. After the Jets, if he just Mm -hmm. went to Nantucket high school and coached that team. Cause then I would lobby my athletic director to get us to play them this year. So my son could be-
2: <laughs> have your son finally meet and play against bill Belichick, bring in your whole, everything full circle. That'd be like the end of Ted Lasso where like, he, like he goes back home and seen it. Okay. Well, spoiler alert. It's been, it's been out long it. enough now. It's been out long mean, enough now. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a lot of people. Yeah, that would – okay, so that would immediately be my favorite now. I am I am vaulting Bill Belichick coaching Nantucket High, number one. Number two, to the Premier League of lacrosse. So when
3: uh, he wants to rip the else. Nantucket High quarterback, he can't say, I can go to Foxborough High and get a quarterback to do this. Does he go, I can go to Nantucket, Pop Warner, and find a quarterback that can make that play? <laughs> Come on, kid. Jesus
2: Christ, I could get on a ferry and go over to Martha's Vineyard and find someone better. Falmouth High School. I could go to Woods Hole, for Christ's sakes.
3: So I, do you I- – do you believe, so the, the Schefters of the world, and Mm -hmm. by the way, we should get in in a couple minutes, get into just glorification of uh, Bill Belichick here, a little uh, reliving the great days. But anyway, um, the Schefter report immediately is Washington and Atlanta. Do you think we're going to end up with one of those like likely, uh, they're pursuing really hard. And quite frankly, I find them both kind of boring. I don't love either in terms of theater because neither has a quarterback I don't think either is going to be a Super Bowl contender all that soon. Um, I don't love those ideas. I'm rooting Mm -hmm. for Jimmy Superfly snook off the top rope crazy idea. Like, I want Jets, Cowboys, Bills. See, that's why
2: he's got to – that's why I think it's going to take a little – for all we know, they've been negotiating a possible deal, and Belichick may have said to Robert Kraft in this week of multiple meetings that led to the final decision to part ways now, and the press conference is T-minus two hours and 15 minutes away as we – Pod and broad here for you. Um, uh, maybe he waits a little while to see, like, because if the Cowboys get bumped this weekend, when? that's McCarthy out, Belichick in, done deal. And then he gets to say, as we look for different like little buttonhook narratives, uh, he gets to say, like, Parcells was my mentor. He brought me in. I went down to where he went, and I finished what he started. Bam! Awesome, and amazing and storybook. You do it. He gets I it for it. <laughs> exactly. Atlanta. It could be the whole like. Well, obviously, I gave, I handed them their franchise-altering defeat. Now I went down and fixed what they broke. I broke um, you.
3: Now I will fix you.
2: And he gets I don't know it. Why in, he's Arnold. I, no, and you know what's going to be? It's going to be an eighty-four million dollar three-year deal because he'll get twenty-eight for three. Come Sorry, on, I don't do it, that. It'll. You know, actually sure zero, zero chance. I know zero chance. Arthur Blank would allow that to happen because there was the story that the Home Depot uh, magnate was furious that the ring that they won for Super Bowl 51 had 283 diamonds. But in is it. he smart enough?
3: I think I think Arthur Blank could be so giddy to get Bill Belichick that Bill says, I just want three years, 84 million. He would like, oh, of course. And just sign it and then be like, you mother son of a <laughs>
2: It's one thing falling in love with a house and quite another navigating the world
0: of negotiating mortgage lenders and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a realtor can make all the difference because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the national association of realtors.
2: No, I am not pursuing the uh, open HCP for the uh, NEP as well. This is no matter what. Now, um, whoever takes this job next um, you want to talk about just like, the ultimate tough act to follow cam newton we've said before cam newton was probably even though he was so gloriously and physically imperfect i'm with you heli or nelly whoever this is right here holly hey holly uh i think he could retire holly i got a lot of things out
3: nicely 49 years old i got a lot of shit going on she also by the way her previous comment said my two favorite guys referring to you and i holly we we love you thank you as well possible How can the two of us be her two favorite guys? She has
2: amazing taste.
3: She clearly doesn't have a type because we're two very different dudes. So she doesn't have a type.
2: But together, when we, the Voltron of knowledge, uh, idiocy and football greatness that we bring to, that we form together, it's wonder twin powers. Um, that's what's, you know, the hot and the cold, the positive, the negative, the yin and the yang. That's what works here. Okay. Um. Is that uh, Bob Wagon, Is that a Let's Party shirt that you're wearing right now? I wore mine last Sunday for the game. Yes, it is. As the guy who created the shirt in the meme, it's yes, it is right it, now. It, it right now. Well, that's why I put it out earlier today. It's Let's Party is now turned into parties over. Not a
3: funeral. This is a party.
2: But what a party it's been. Yes. No. I am not a life bemoaner and a sit in your own diaper of sadness type. I am a celebrate the good times. Don't cry because it's you know. Don't cry because it's over. Be happy because it happened. Let's not get all Winnie the Pooh on everything now. But at the same time. Like you said, let's move on briefly from the who's going to be the next guy to be the HC of the NEP, and where will Belichick go? Let's just focus on, momentarily here, how effing great this run was. Uh, Oh, actually, Andy, real good question for you first. I think this is something you could speak to. Paul Narang, who's in the comments now. Thank you for watching on Twitter, Paul. Uh, Don't they have to hire a GM first?
3: No. You don't have to do anything. I mean, you do have to do some things. You have to follow the Rooney rules, and... (laughs) I believe they can't hire a coach until like the 20 something. There's a date. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, so there are some rules, but no, there's, you don't have to hire a GM. Robert Kraft and, and Jonathan Kraft could hold that to whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I think they will, or I don't know if it'll be a GM. There will be a head of the personnel department. Um, and then there will be a head coach, Gerard Mayo, Elliot Wolf, just to throw two names out there that may or may not be rumbling around Patriot nation these days, but no, they don't. They now, I don't know if maybe the question is should they? There are a lot of people believe you should hire a GM first, and then he should be involved with the decision of who the coach is. So you marry those guys up in terms of scheme and personnel and philosophy. Um, but no, Robert Kraft can do whatever the f he wants to do.
2: Yes, this is his team, as he was uh, want to often remind us as well. Uh, our I friend do- Holly, okay, Holly, checking back in. I don't want Mayo. No one uh, does. I don't feel 13% good about it. I really...
3: want Mayo. He's got a lower approval rating than the damn president. Any president. Holy
2: smokes. All right. Right now, Andy on your poll on the Twix platform. Uh, I'm actually, I, I terp, can we fix that in post? Okay. Thanks. Um, right now your Twix poll, uh, that also sounds inappropriate. I don't left Twix, white right tricks. Doesn't matter on Twitter. Patriots fans. Who do you want to be the next head coach? Uh, in New England. I'm going to vote just so I can see. Bam. Mike Vrabel, 63%. Gerard Mayo, 13.5%. Other, 19%. B-Flow, only 4.5%. Um, That's uh,
1: so... Get Nick's,
2: all right, everyone, No, Nick Saban is not coming to coach the Patriots. And no, as as believe fun it as it may for be for everyone in the comments, um, people believe it is a mistake. Yes, we will share any and all feelings here in the program today Leon as well. Sanders. Ooh, can you imagine if Coach Prime came to the Patriots? That'd be some shit. How about that? The only person who
3: lost more games than Belichick last year.
2: Oh, come on! (laughs) It's never too soon. Don't forget it. In Uncle Fitzy's Wide World of Nonsense, it is never too soon. Um, Oh, okay. Here's another good question. We keep trying to get to the Belichick memories, but you people are firing off too many good questions. But that's why we do these things live. Blanket. We'll do it live. Rooster Darren Winklowski. All right. Uh, Do you guys think whoever comes in as head coach... Has a fire sale and cleans out, or do
3: they retain part of uh, the infrastructure that's already there? I think it'll be a mix. Um the most interesting one is obviously the two people on the defensive staff with the last name Belichick. Um, mm-hmm. There was a story out there that they told their dad they didn't want to move. Um so I wouldn't
2: be so. i I know for a fact, Steve and Jenny and that
3: whole family absolutely they love their life. Like I they... think there's a chance they stay. He's tight with Mayo. And I think if Steve Belichick, wants to stand on his own two feet, have a career in 3 years when his dad is done, the best move he can do is stay and run the Patriots defense for Gerard Mayo.
2: Now would Mike Vrabel, let's say Vrabel is the choice. Would Steve Belichick stay like, and then and then Mayo says like adios. Would Steve Belichick work for Vrabel or does that feel too like hey dad, uh I kind of like the new mom.
3: Yeah, what? I don't or I like the new dad. That feels less likely. Um I don't rule it out but that feels less likely than a Steve Belichick, Gerard Mayo staying together.
2: Now, Andy, here's a sentiment commonly echoed in Pats Nation right now. I know this is what Rich Keefe wanted. A lot of people have been banging the drum to go with an offensive first guy coming off of a quarter century of a defensive genius with two defensive-minded coaches, likely Mayo and Vrabel, as your top candidates. James Pettigrew on Twitter. Uh, It'll be Vrabel, but I want Ben Johnson.
3: Well, I don't think you're going to get either of the guys you want, so... (laughs) Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. No, Ben Johnson, or I do think there is a, a strong uh, mindset in Patriot Nation led by the great Rich Keith. that mm-hmm. give me an offensive guy. You pick the guy, but give me a young offensive mind. It's an offensive league. It's an offensive game. And I think there's a lot of people. Now, we will see what Gerard Mayo does. Who does mm-hmm. he bring in as his offensive coordinator? Is it Bill O'Brien? Is it Josh McDaniels? Is it somebody he knows? Or does he go, whoa, whoa, whoa? Just because I lived the Patriot way doesn't mean I'm just an extension of the Patriot way. I'm going to get Shane Waldron, my guy, who I think is probably out of work with Pete Carroll out of work. In so he
2: should be he should become a hot coaching candidate and should be getting as many interviews as
3: slow. He like would be interested. Todd I Monk can tell is. you this: he would be interested in coming east and uh, being the OC in New England. I can tell you he would be. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, now, see, there
2: would be a progressive. There would be. A new offensive mind. Yep. McVay tree. I see, dude, you, you say that. And I, all of a sudden I'm thinking Vrabel and Waldron and get me Adam Peters from San Francisco to
3: (laughs) Damn it. Yeah. People are, I would like Vrabel too. I'm going to share something that I probably shouldn't. I had a dream that Mike Vrabel called me last night. (laughs) What? Yeah, what he was like, say? "Hey, just want to say, looking forward to working with you. I've uh, really enjoyed your support over the years, or something." So in my <laughs> dreams, Mike Vrabel becomes the head coach. Jeremy Steele
2: letting Brady walk was Kraft's dumbest move. This is the second dumbest move. WTF? All right, Andy, would you just like to speak to like I I know you've been frustrated by Belichick's moves, his coaching uh, seeming like you know ever like we've we've banged the drum for a long time. We've been up his up his rear about the whole like. Roster moves, letting Brady go. If you, if you put your stones on the table like that, you have to be ready for the smoke that follows, but you've been more critical of his coaching than I have Mm. in recent years. I've been, I've been more upset about the roster building and everything that's gone with it. Uh, whereas you've just said like, I actually don't think he's as good a coach on the field as he used to be, uh, be knowing full well, the judgment storm that will follow in these comments. And after whenever people consume this podcast and video, go ahead. The floor is yours guy.
3: So I, I think the, um, not, not roster decisions with personnel, but personnel decisions in terms of on field, which to me is coaching. It's not putting together the roster, but when you decide how to utilize Trent Brown or Vidarian Lowe or Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi or whoever that is coaching, that's lineup decisions. I think mm-hmm. those have been questionable. And I also think there's been way too many, um, complimentary football, uh, type mistakes in recent years, the last two, like how many times have we seen these horrific plays on special teams, horrific penalties at the mm-hmm. wrong time that chain. And so by extension, when a team is when, when teams don't do those things, we say they are really well coached that like, that's an, ex, so when they happen, don't we have to say they're kind of poorly coached, or that's an example of poor coaching, even if to some degree, the coach doesn't have control of the idiots he puts on the field when they go out there in the heat of the moment, it's, You either get credit, you don't get credit. It's a weird – because I do think if you still just allow him to kind of scout another team, come up with a game plan, make some adjustments in the game, Mm -hmm. I think he's still good at that. But managing the talent is also part of it. And I don't know that he's done a good job managing the talent um, from a week to week. And also, I continue to marvel at the fact that before last season – before not last season, before the 2022 season – uh, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge both told us very openly, Bill has a vision for this offense. Bill is doing this with this offense. And somehow over the last two years, the struggles on offense have been completely blamed on Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, and Bill O'Brien. And Bill Belichick doesn't get blamed for those. And I don't really understand why he's been a part of that process.
2: Correct. The floor uh, is like yours, that, my
3: senior senator. Thank you. Thank you. Good, sir.
2: Good, sir. The South Coast. Uh, I you See, that's the thing. Like, Okay, everyone recognizes Bill Belichick as the greatest defensive mind in the NFL now, a defensive genius, the gridiron guru, uh, the great, you know, greatest game. Uh, he's got a game, the only coach that's got a game plan from a Super Bowl in the Hall of Fame. We get it. Yes, a brilliant defensive mind that has forgotten more today than most people will ever learn in a lifetime. Got it. I agree. I, he's forgotten a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, that said... All of that being said, you can't argue with, I mean, argue if you want. You can argue up a wall and piss up a rope for all I care. You cannot disagree with the idea that things, little details around the Patriots, ever since the great little Mr. Clean whiteout uh, eraser, I've called him, sorry, I've called him Flex Seal for the last several years. The Flex Seal that was Tom Brady and all the incredible talent that left around the same time that he did, Belichick hasn't been able to replace Gronk. Hasn't been able to replace Edelman. Hell, hasn't replaced the Kevin Falk, Shane Vereen, James White, third down back roll, Andy. There aren't any great receivers. Yes, the defense is awesome because that's what he knows. That's what he is. That's what he does. He lives, eats, breathes, sleeps football, and especially defense. But the offense has been horrendous for an, an age now, and it's not just Josh McDaniels leaving. There has been no fix for it, and I hate to say it, even if somebody makes their name and legacy around their defensive reputation. You still have to try to F and score points. You still have to be as offensively good, if not better than the other team as you are defensively. And it's been a problem for a long time now. And I've said again, and I'll say another time, and I'm sure I'll probably have to say it 500 more times. Bill, the GM, unfortunately, has damned Bill, the coach.
3: And I think that ultimately is what led us to where we are today. Yep. There's no question. The reason they suck is personnel. The reason they stink is personnel. (laughs) And that's, that's why I defend Bill O'Brien because bad offensive line, bad wide receivers, bad quarterback generally means bad offense, regardless of who the coach is. I don't really just
2: care. Justin Boudreau watching live on Facebook.
3: Andy chimes in,
2: forget about all those other positions. Bill couldn't replace the effing kicker. Yeah. Chad Ryland, you didn't help either. Everybody was part of the problem. Um, he hit a 56
3: yard game winner. dude. And now we wish he didn't because then we'd have the second overall pick. True that. So, um, so can we can we stop for just a minute? All right. We're talking about why he's fired. We're talking mm-hmm. about who's going to replace him. We're talking about where he's going to go. And I know this is obvious, but I sometimes believe you should yeah. accentuate yep. the obvious. He's the greatest coach the Patriots ever had. He's one of the arguably one of the greatest coaches in all of sports history, never mind football history. He brought two decades of unique style to unique winning. Mm-hmm. as a sleeve-tearing, stone-faced dink of a grumpy coach mm-hmm. who was our a-hole, as I believe his owner once put it in one of those books at a party. Um, He's an
2: a-hole, but he was but he was our a-hole.
3: Correct. He was our a-hole for two decades, and you're never going to see anything like it again in terms of success, longevity, Super Bowls, winning. Anything like him is gone. Um, and that is, we. it's where we started. I knew this was coming. It would have stunned me if it didn't come, but somebody um, likened it to me like getting kicked in the nuts. I can tell you I'm going to kick you in the nuts. I can tell you to get ready to get kicked in the nuts. And when I kick you in the nuts, it's still really going to hurt and leave you rolling around in the floor in agony. So right here, I'm going to, I'm going to,
2: you, if you watch those competitive slapping contests, people know the slap is coming still Still doesn't mean it's not going to knock your ass out. If not, at least sing for a long, long time. Correct. And look, you know, to me. Belichick was not only just, as Brady has said time and again, the perfect coach to develop him, the perfect coach to work alongside his savage, obsessive, competitive genius. That There was the ultimate marriage. Sometimes, though, these relationships end. And for a region, an area like Foxborough, Boston, Massachusetts, New England, Patriots Nation, known for shitty weather, terrible attitudes, brilliance, That's fine. Whatever. It's Thursday morning and our coach just left. So what? Nobody cares. Ouch. Anyone care that I just dropped an S-bomb? No. Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) F you. Um, Uh, I still like the way that sounds better. But for an area known for like the attitude, traffic, uh, arrogance, whatever, like everything everything about New England was mirrored perfectly by Belichick. His demeanor. The look. The attitude, like, if you think Belichick and Brady were a perfect marriage, so was Belichick in this region for a quarter century. And when it played its course, it that that was that. But, like, what an what an amazing fit. We have a terrible attitude by and large in New England. Bill Belichick, largely with a terrible attitude. People in New England, they're usually pretty funny and also think they're funnier than they are. You and I could each say the same about the other one. So go F yourself again, Art. And you know what? Same with Belichick. We hear he's the funniest guy in the world, but never presents that facade to us or never shows us how funny he is or doesn't show the personality as well. Uh, We love football. We love sports. Belichick, obsessed with football and sports. And ultimately, above anything and everything, Bill Belichick is all about winning. And nobody wins more than New England. And that's why it was such a great marriage. And sadly, no, Daniel DeGrange, Bill Belichick now finally does have a couple days off.
3: Well, not not too long, because I think he will land on his feet within the next couple of weeks somewhere, and we'll be watching him rebuild, build, or tune up a team elsewhere in the NFL. And we are going to all have cr- whatever the opposite of cross-eyes is, because we're going to have one eye on a different city mm-hmm. uh, for a few years now and what's going oh, on on a day-to-day basis. The, the NEP,
2: NFL, ADD that we're going to have while we're like, all right, I'm paying attention to – who, uh, so they're interviewing Mayo today because they have to, and he could be the guy, but maybe Vrabel. And, ooh, the, I didn't expect them to bring this guy. Hold on. Wait, where's Belichick today? Like, we're just going to be here and over there and here and over there. Maybe we're going to we pretend should,
3: we don't care, but we really care.
2: Maybe we should. Yes, I I will agree with you. Uh, watching live now on Twitter, D-Alex. Yes, we are spoiled fans. No more spoiled fans in the world. And if you didn't take the Agreed. time... This is not on me. This is not on Andy. Probably should have not- gone
3: to the finale at Gillette Stadium when you had your chance to honor Belichick before he left. Boiled uh, fans. Uh, it was
2: It was not a fun alley. That's for damn sure. That was nothing fun about last Sunday as well.
3: I heard that's uh, why he's actually leaving. They were yeah. They were all ready to get stay together, keep the band together, shoot for more Super Bowls, and then they both saw the empty crowd and were like, F it, I'm out of here. F it, you're out of here. And by anyway- the way,
2: I just want to say to anyone who's like Boston media finally gets their carcass. They finally got their trophy. They drove him out. of. If anybody really think, does anyone really think that bill Belichick is leaving because of the Boston media?
3: Oh no, but there's people that think the Boston media has been trying to drive him out for decades and years and it's personal. Oh, and, uh, forget that, that, please. Are you
2: yeah, yes. I hate Bill Belichick everybody. Oh, thank God he's gone. He never gave us anything to talk about. There was never anything interesting. Oh my god, thank God the greatest coach of all time and the person who was basically the 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 shepherd of the di- the double dynastic run and the guy who co piloted the bus with Brady is gone. I couldn't wait for Brady to leave, and thank God Belichick's gone. God, everyone that literally believes anybody with any connection or tertiary association with the Boston sports media being glad that Bill Belichick, who gave us so much to write about and talk about discuss and podcast live breathe eat and sleep if you think we're happy that he's gone blow it out the same ass you do most of your talking because that is the dumbest take i've ever heard and i've heard some dumb ones most of them from me me too <laughs> from you i mean not from me from you how many times can i tell you to go after yourself in one podcast
3: um, it's a, we're in a glass case of emotion It's, and it's going to be like this for a few days and the fans are feeling it because they're going to go through a couple nut kicks. (laughs) You know, I am still amazed with how popular Mike Vrabel is. I thought the offensive idea would be more popular than Mike Vrabel, like the Ben Johnson or whoever, the offensive coach, the -hmm. fact that so many people want Mike Vrabel. And I'll admit if you gave me the option, Gerard Mayo, Mike Vrabel, I'd take Mike Vrabel. And yes, I would also worry about the GM more than the coach. Because that's something, brag, I said on uh, early edition on NBC Sports Boston last night, we're spending all this time talking about the head coach. I think if the head coach next year was Belichick, Mayo, or Vrabel, if you have a good GM who nails the hell out of this offseason, the draft picks, the free Mm -hmm. agency, whatever, they can all get the job done in terms of the coaching. The personnel is the most important part of this offseason and this next rebuild, two-year stretch, whatever. And... We're not really talking about that. We're like, yeah, it might be Elliot Wolf. Yeah, it might be this guy. It might be that. May, might be Trey Brown. It might be Adam Peters. And it's like, no, no, no. That's the one that matters because I think all three of these guys could coach a good team. If you give them a good roster, I think you'll get good chicken salad. Uh, I I agree with you as well,
2: Andy. I think I shared it on the pod. I know I, I shared it with uh, Rich Keefe on the Nighttime Show. But uh, in as I would normally do before every home game, just waltzing around the lots across the street by the buses, close to the stadium, Route 1 Liquors, and beyond, just asking people how they're feeling, what do they want to see, the status of Bill and more. My favorite comment this year was, somebody, if Bill Belichick sticks around, and obviously now he's gone, Belichick needs to just hit Yahoo Auto Draft. Like, just don't, whoever picks next now, hopefully they'll follow the same advice. It makes so much sense. Instead of overthinking and trying to reach for people and being more clever than other people in the draft, just grab the most talented player available. Just take best available, go with as many high floor guys as you can. Like you said, nail this next draft and you can start competing again. It will not be at the level that we experience. You're not going to get back to that sweet cherry high, like we experienced for two decades, but to just be a team that doesn't constantly have the narrowest of margins for victory or competition and shoot itself in the foot all the time. That would be uh, that would be a great, great start no matter where. Um, Let's each uh, and let's have everyone if you guys that are everyone that's uh, currently watching now live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook uh, and Twitter. Thank you guys once again for joining this emergency six rings and football things podcast with Bitsy and Hart. Let's each share our favorite Belichick memory. Um, Yours could be from a presser. Yours could be, you know, him giving you the death stare at the stadium. Um, Mm. I personally have never shaken his hand. I've never met him in person as well. I know you have a million
3: different times. Hmm. That's a good question. So one of my all-time favorites is one of the down seasons. And I don't remember quite which one, but it was late in the year and they were like scuffling along at, let's say, you know, eight and five with three games to go or something like that. Um, And he kept, bringing up the team's record in press he's like you know we've won eight football games we're not a terrible football team he said it like a few times which everybody's like that's weird he usually doesn't bring up record and past and next week and my i had a couple buddies that were like you should ask him about that you should ask him about that so at the end of one of the press conferences i bill how come you keep bringing up your record you usually don't do things like that and he had like a quick terse answer and then literally as he walked off the podium he said you mother effer
1: (laughs) (laughs) ah and I You're was like, kidding.
3: I got to stop listening to my friends who tell me what questions to ask at Belichick Press Cards. Andy, do you honestly understand there are people
2: that would, like, never wash your ear if they could get it as, like, a souvenir? Uh, Bill Belichick uh, F-bombed
3: you. That's yep. amazing. I mean, what an honor. Uh, Literally, how I many people would- I, I thought it was funny because it's him. Like, I think he calls people MFers probably a thousand times a day, his his players, his kids, his assistant coaches. I, I, let me, changed. let me share one. I
2: know, let me share one. Uh, as you have said, like you and Jerry Thornton, you guys built this cottage industry of all the, the, the Fox Pro faithful, the super fans, etc. Um, me. defending hey. the wall. Oh after yourself, that's 4 <laughs> haven't heard you people as much as go after yourself. So obviously my favorite thing ever was my buddy Marlon who created this at I love Boston sports. Free Brady was the roll tide of Patriots nation for some time and what a unifying time it was, but. Marlon also did this little thing that became like a T-shirt and a meme. It was Belichick as Uncle Sam saying, I want you to do your job. So I remember, uh, uh, you remember that, this uh, that was yep. one of the more iconic images from the second half of the double Dynastic run. So um, Jerry Thornton was at the time working for WEEI, and he was on the Dale and Holly show. And it was the first time that he was going to be part of the live interview with Belichick. Jerry wore that T-shirt. Because Marlon from Isla Boston Sports sent him one as well. And the interview finished and Bill was very pleasant with Jerry because Jerry knows football and they talked Navy and all that shit. And then at the end, Jerry immediately, <laughs> uh, at the very end, you ready for this? It, it was all over. And as Belichick like said, all right, thanks everybody. And he turns around and starts to walk away and then turns to Jerry and goes, where'd you get that? And Jerry said, oh, um, you know, my buddy Fitzy's guy, Marlon, who runs this thing, he's like, I like that. Can you make sure I have have one of those sent to me? Belichick, lo- Belichick, just so you know, does have a sense of humor, appreciates all the idiot super fans out there. And Belichick was a fan of this as well, which is awesome. And by the way, if I could, I would also have sent to him. Of the many different things, mementos you want to share. My friend Jennifer, um, who's an artist in Montana, sent me this. It was Baby Stewie uh, as Bill Belichick. Oh, I like which, that one. Uh, isn't this great? Now, this would be,
3: wouldn't this be a great one? I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. I love this one. Isn't
2: that that perfect? Bill Belichick, coach of the New England Patriots, Andrew.
3: Um, And the other, um, this is an on-the-record press conference one that I always loved that I've always thought I should go back and find because I can't remember exactly when it was. But early on in his tenure and success, you know, year four maybe, he said, I asked something about – like, uh, praising players or whatever. And he goes, believe it or not, Andy, I'm not real big on positive reinforcement. <laughs> and I was like, that really was, it said it all about his philosophies of coaching. It's like constructive criticism, fixing problems. It's not patting on the back. And I laughed about it. Cause I think it's pretty much how I look at life, how I view right. life. I'm not the most positive in, in the world of, uh, everything around me. Yeah. Don't, don't say, say. <laughs> Um, So I kind of felt like, hey, we're kind of kindred spirits, Belichick and I. We kind of look at things in the same uh, perverse, crappy way around here. So, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's, it's strange. And I will say it should liven up um, Patriots Monday press conferences, whoever the next coach is, because I do think stale might be the wrong word, but the predictability of Belichick press conferences, the way he maybe wore down the media to stop asking certain questions they knew he wouldn't answer – I think we may have a more open and unpredictable and entertaining um discourse with the new head coach and the way he answered like just look at Gerard Mayo let's just say it's Gerard Mayo and okay. go back to that press conference um that zoom was that just last week jeez it feels like forever ago that Gerard was Ma- when Gerard
2: ago. Mayo answered the whole you've rubbed people the wrong yep. way I feel like yep. that was 2 weeks ago
3: okay maybe 2 weeks ago um but you, if Gerard Mayo or Mike Vrabel, he can be very open. Whoever the next coach is, there's going to be a very different dynamic between him, the fans, the media, the interaction with sports talk radio and things of that world. And so, can't you
2: be excited for that, but while at the same time also being sad about it? Like, like two yeah. things can be true. Two, I want oh, everyone, I'm going like, to pitch about
3: it. Give me, give me time. Six months from now, I'll be like, Bill wouldn't answer it that way. I think Mayo should take a page out of Belichick's book and shut the F up. I can write the column now. Like, <laughs>
2: Right. I mean, like, it's okay. Two things can be true at once. You can both be excited or at least eager for what's to come because there will be a new coach. There'll be some new logos or designs. There'll be a new tenor to things, different kinds of press conferences, different energy, different engagement, all of it. I'm sure they'll probably change the intro music at the stadium And like what has been for a quarter century is now done, wrapped up. A bow is being put on it some will send it into space. Some will hug it dearly. Some will say bury it behind the stadium with all the footballs from the games that Belichick said they needed to move on from, et cetera. We are on to the next coach, just like he was on to Cincinnati. Another favorite moment, obviously, of so many millions of Patriots fans. But it's okay for you to feel like fearful of the future, but also excited for it. You can be sad that today had to happen. It was going to happen at one point or another. And you can be mad about the way it went down. But you can also look forward with great anticipation to what's to come like this is okay like allow yourself to be an emotional pretzel today that's where most of us are and I'm, I'm as much as i don't like the way it all went down at the same time yes i'm happy about it and thank you very much of course another favorite moment andy um no not david it's it's a sad day uh everyone loves snap snapchat, snapchat snapface face
3: chat yeah i was a little disappointed when he told the greg hill show that if he had an announcement he'd put it on twitter i was like wait a minute you said it right. That's not you really are leaving. You're broken yourself because you're supposed to be making a joke now. Like if you said Twitter, that that's not cool, Bill. Um, and we should say for all the negative ones out there, and I'm as negative as anybody can be. Um, you know, the classic one door closes, another door opens. Like mm-hmm. you just never know what you're gonna get. It is what it is. Can I throw yeah. more cliches out there?
2: Nope. Uh, so many different expressions, David. Some people are sad, some people are not. That's okay to each his own. Wait, it's David, years... in,
3: in Greece? How could you be
2: sad? Isn't it beautiful, like, all the time there? Yeah, it's kind of lovely all the time. Yeah, the, today is another one of those days. I'm with you, Chris, uh, watching live right now on Twitter. I feel old today. Carol Saban and Belichick. This is going to be one, Andy, this will definitely be one of those, like, we remember life in these benchmark moments. Weddings, funerals, anniversaries, deaths, passing, change. Like, these are the days we be, that we, we mark our life by in our emotional and psychological calendar and this is one of those days we're all going to remember everything you know we all knew where we were when brady left now we're all going to remember what we were doing when belichick left
3: and you could probably if you were a creative uh, documentarian weave together those three guys into a uh bouncing back and forth timeline of how they all ended up ending their tenures with uh, those teams in the same day
2: what if uh what if apple plus tv just decided you know what uh, we sent, we spent so much money on the dynasty here, Bill, here's a hundred million dollars. Just leave. Apple just bought him out for no, the dynasty coming oh. to Apple TV in a couple of weeks, premiering, um, I believe February 16th, February. February 16th as well. The 10 part docu-series, it could not be more appropriately timed. It could not be more relevant than ever. Like this is the perfect time for it. And just want to let you all know, um, uh, Jeff Benedict, the author of the book, the dynasty will join us on the six rings and football things podcast in february to discuss the series and share some behind the scenes things we may even have a little uh grab some brewskis and do a little facebook live uh an unfiltered facebook live with jeff to tell some stories about unfiltered? uh Uh-oh. yeah yeah that's the way you like it Grant. you get your miller i'll get my Gansets, and then we'll do it just like that um see there you go leslie dean thank you no no grown adult should need their feelings validated but we are more than happy to discuss thank you for validating my sad but excited feelings too much emotion is frustrating lol i stay single for this reason well all right leslie last part took a turn i was gonna say that. (laughs) that's a great question from chris on twitter how do you think brady feels this morning
3: uh weird just like the rest of us like he saw it coming he knew it was gonna happen he's lived the business blah 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 but bill belichick is no longer the head coach of the new england patriots that's That's like your parents knocked down your house and you were like, wait, my bedroom was always there. I could always go back to my bedroom and know that like where my bed was. And and now the house is you sold it and the other person knocked it down and they're building condos that that's not weird. So weird.
2: All right, well, Andy, I know you got to make your way to the stadium in moments. Uh, Twelve o'clock for the presser today. That little uh, media room is going to be
3: packed, jam, jam packed. No, they're actually in the uh, auditorium where they do post game press conferences. They're going to be in the the team auditorium for this big one with Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick at noon. It'll be streaming Mm -hmm. everywhere. You can see it on Patriots.com. You can listen to it on Weei. And uh, as I said, Mike Cadlick and I will break it down later this afternoon on another. Six rings and football things, double dip, two in one day, something big. A yeah. Our new beat guy
2: has been doing an excellent job as well. We'll get a chance for him to weigh in. Imagine that, your first year on the job, and you cover a bookend, miserable season for to Belichick. Nice, yeah, job, think, nice job, nice job, Cadlick. They were five and eleven in his first year. They go four and thirteen in Belichick's final season. No Pro Bowlers in that first year. No Pro Bowlers this year. There was numerical symmetry to the bookends of Belichick's time as the HC of the NEP. But one thing that cannot be argued, disputed, uh, or in any way, shape, or form denigrated is the fact that he was the greatest coach in franchise history. He was the greatest winner, at everyone's absolute favorite loser. Um, he, we rode the waves of his misery, his joy, his success, and his brilliance for so long. And there'll never be another one like him. I know you're grateful, Andy, for the opportunities that his coaching, his brilliance, his shepherding of the franchise and more gave you I as well as a fan. Now someone who dabbles in the media meteor as well. Um, it was awesome. It really was. It was effing awesome. And I wish him nothing but the best wherever he goes, except of course, whenever the next team that he coaches plays the new England Patriots, unless of course it's at Alabama lacrosse or Nantucket high, in which case LFG. All right, Hart for Andy Hart at jumbo Hart. This is your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens at Fitzy GFY here with a live Six Rings and Football Things reaction show, the news of Bill Belichick, no longer HC of the NEP. It's a one day, it may be a beautiful day. Right now, it's a sad day, but what a wild and awesome ride it was. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys for the comments, the questions, and so much more. We'll be here with you all off season long. Don't you think we will miss a beat? It has been incredible. And hey, maybe the fun has just begun. We'll talk to you guys soon.